Well, we had all of the fighters on in the build-up to Wahini Toa up in Whangarei, and it happened in the weekend. So the man that called the fight, he was ringside. Uh, very, very good boxing caller and a great history in the sport as well. Monty Beetham joins us. Monty, what an evening for Whangarei. Staff it was. I mean, it all started with the build-up, and we had so many Wahina Toa on the show and throughout, uh, obviously on your show, and talking about uh, the night and what was ahead, you know, they're very much changing the narrative and uh, to, to see them and to see everyone come out and force to watch their, their local superstars, uh, Wahine Tour, do their thing was under the lights was unreal. Yeah, because quite often you can give something a massive build up and we had Lani, Mia, Jerome, Dean Lonigan all on my show last week and it was building to something really big and I thought, man, there's only one way that this could go is we've hyped it up too much, but oh, it looked incredible. Yeah, looked up to it. It really did, and um, it wasn't just your show. We saw on Sky TV. We we, we saw on social media. We saw throughout how how much um, noise it was creating, and, and and you know just the little stories about a lot of these Wahine Toy and what they've been through adversity in their life and what they're doing now as a platform and, and helping the future generations. Me and Motu, you know, ambassador by and Hope and Nani Daniels, inspiring the people from Pipiwai and uh, doing it for wonderful causes. And man, under the lights of staff and being the seat that I was to watch it all unfold it was it was frightening man and the atmosphere was electric man so Whangarei and uh, Dean Allen Vince uh, what a wonderful show they put on yeah fantastic uh, Dean and Liam did, did a fantastic job with it um, let's, I just want to pick on the three fights the three fighters it's a continuation of the story from last week Jerome Pampalone now his Mexican opponent he was chosen because he's durable he's been in with seven world champions he can take a hit boy Jerome is one explosive cat. <laughs> oh, mate, he's exciting. Uh, you know, you know, three rounds uh, to get rid of uh, three opponents and one <laughs> opponent of note in particular is that one. I mean, his last loss uh, for Rogelio Medina was against um, uh, Kana Plan, who was a, a, a former world champion in the middleweight division. I um, mean, he went 12 rounds. He also went 11 rounds before he got stopped um, by that man, Canelo, um, Sol Overy. So... Just shows you how durable he is and how tough he is indeed. And to, to go out in the first round like that, and he tried to stand through the initial barrage, which was the overhand right from uh, Bampalon just behind the ear, which is uh, it, it proved on that night as well. It's very hard for people to stand up from. Um, but it's just the way he just he pounces on his prey. They call him the toughest trader in the world, but that doesn't justice because because it takes away from his methodical process and, and, and figuring out his opponent and just pouncing on them and just destroying them because it was beautiful to watch and witness. Is there a danger that big names might try and dodge him, though, because he is so dominant? Because it's a natural progression, a belt, a championship fight should be on his horizon, but we've seen guys like him get dodged. Yeah, well, well, that's a, a very good call because obviously um, as, as champions you've got mandatories who you must face and then who you can choose uh, to fight in the top 10 uh, and then that's up to you. Styles make fights and, you know, although we're looking at our boy from down under and we think that he is an amazing prospect and, and someone that we could see holding the belt in the future, others might not feel the same way. Um, but it's hard to, to say um, otherwise when you're seeing uh, the result of uh, course in the weekend and what he's been able to do. Um, there's some very good cruiserweights at the moment. Uh, Jai Apatai is one who's a uh, world, world title holder and he's from down under too and I believe those two have had some sparring sessions and from all accounts uh, that was very, very good. So 
Um, I, I think we've got the real deal in uh, Jerome Pimple on, and um, he's very excited to watch that for sure. He sure is. Okay, Lani Daniels, um, just she, she's called to interview because when I interview her, uh, I can hear her smiling. She's loving life. Uh, she loves what she does. And can, can you just relive her walk in? I'm going to do it for Mia too, but her walk in amongst her people. Yeah, look, it was just amazing because I, I knew what to expect because I've sort of been amongst it before. But, um, you know, I with those walk ins, I, I, I get a little bit worried because she does get emotional and it's hard not to get emotional when you've got, um, you know, when she talks to her whanau and the people that come and watch her, that is her petrol and their vehicles, boxing that takes her around the world. Um, so it means so much to have them there and when they're out there and they're doing their kapahaka and they're, they're tokoring her um, on the kaupapa and it, it is pretty amazing. Um, but, you know, what she needs to do as an athlete is to go through the motion um, and then come back down and think about her flight game and, and be strategic and go from a very emotional high sense to being very neutral and very methodical, which is what she does. A wonderful boxer, mate, and um, very smart, and no doubt she's been put through her paces uh, by that man, Rebel John Conway. Um, what a relationship, you know, sleeps on, she sleeps on the couch that she moves away in the lounge where John Conway does his work as well, and uh, and she, she gets taken to some very dark places in terms of um, uh, getting comfortable being uncomfortable. You, you've uh, speaking to her last week, and she said boxing sort of saved her. Like she'd sort of given up, and she'd blown out uh, triple figures in the kilos she was, and then got back into the boxing. And she still, to this day, pinches herself that she is a world champion. What do you see her boxing skill wise, Monty? Because she's got a great mental fortitude. But what's her skill set like in boxing that's going to keep her going? Well, most have she's a double world champion now after the weekend. You know, that's mm. the two weight um, classes. She's the light heavyweight champion of the world, and she's also the heavyweight champion of the world, um, IBF. Um, uh, but to do that, you know, and to come down, I think 10 kilos, uh, having done the one division, to come down is very hard against a, a tough um, a prospect, also in Desley Robinson. Um, but look, I, I like the way she boxes. She gets boxed on the outside. She's just as comfortable on the inside. Um, she, she's got reasonable uh, power but it's just their boxing IQ and I think that that relationship and chemistry between her and Rebel John Conway um, it works um, the chemistry is brilliant and um, as you mentioned you look at her and you can see her even when you can't see her live and you talk to her you can see you can feel that she's smiling um, the way she talks about boxing and her, her whanau behind her um, she's She's just doing it all for the right reasons, man, and she's just a, a wonderful sort of role model who's, who's doing this for the girls. And she's changed the narrative because you've got a girl from Pippi Y who is our first uh, double world champion in terms of world champion in two different categories. That has not been done before is what I believe, as far as I, I know. And, um, you know, she's just getting started and she's really enjoying it. And our other Northland champion, Mia Motu. I've been lucky enough to meet her twice and just being in her presence, this... She is a special human, and um, what a fight she put on. Oh, yeah. Um, look, she had, she had a harder fight than I thought. Um, you know, Chandani Mira um, made it very difficult. She came out as a smiling sort of baby face assassin, and uh, you thought, really? You know, could, could she be in there against a colour like me? Too? But her movement, her skill set, um, her game plan was definitely on, and at moments throughout that fight, I thought she was frustrating me, and too. Mia couldn't really find her for long enough periods to, to really put that hurt on her. Um, she probably thought she was going to um, finish um, 
Mahira early, but um, that wasn't the case uh, with the distance, although there was moments there where she was holding and you, you thought that um, if she wasn't being able to hold that she would have found it a lot more difficult. Um, but memo to uh, punching power, class, wonderful ambassador. And, and even on the night when she should be thinking about defending a world title, she's talking about the bigger purpose, which is uh, the future generation and what they're doing with I Am Hope, man, which is just credit to her as an athlete. The incredible thing about this, Monty, is if Lani and Mia were from Wigan or Wolverhampton or something, they would be mega superstars. The boxing fraternity, the sporting fraternity in England would get right behind them. Um, I know we're behind them here, but they're probably going to have to go offshore and put their belts on the line somewhere else. Yeah, I think so. Um, it's nice that uh, they have been changing narrative, and we've got some wahine tours to really look up to. And you know, Danny Alice Smith was the first one who won her world title back in uh, 2010, and those girls followed her. And now these girls are doing the same, and mm. they look to leave a legacy and keep inspiring um, the, the, the next generations. Um, but you know, that's what you have to do. Um, sometimes you have to go away from home, and, and that makes your legacy even even stronger. It is a shame because it would be nice, as we've seen with Joseph Park and that when you can do it all at home for very long parts of your career um, but that is the sport and you know but with Denel events and Dino and that and what they've got in mind you know potentially we may be able to see them um, still for long periods of time here at home and we haven't even spoken about Andre Mihailovic possibly our most exciting prospect yeah, look, uh, the Russian was there. Um, he's a wonderful talent, and he's a, he's a guy that, um, you know, when he talks about how much passion he has for the sport, it, it's obvious you can see it, and just the, the wealth of talent when he plays and he fights underneath those lights. It's just exceptional to watch, and he's real. Uh, you know, often at times you, you think, what's he going to say? Um, because he shoots <laughs> from um, the heart and says exactly what he what he thinks. Uh, um, but just that, what they're doing at Peach Boxing, Isaac Peach and uh, Boaz and, and Alana, they've um, got a wonderful community because, you know, look at Jerome Pimpelon. You know, he was a neighbour next door who got told to come over. Uh, next minute, he's a world-class fighter and also just finished his trade as an apprentice plumber. Uh, he's done some good things, uh, peach boxing and Isaac. Perfect, Monty. Thanks, Heath, for joining us and uh, keep up the good work, mate. All right, Steph. Talk soon, mate.